What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the health and wellness industry, and we have never seen a product like this. Results are felt in as little as 15 minutes as our Moringa is cell-ready and enzymatically alive. This is all-natural product will lower your blood pressure, relieve arthritis, Increase your energy, enhance weight loss, or your money back. Do your part and get your friends off of Red Bull, Monster, 5-Hour Energy. Hey, come by Denny's in Redlands every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Call right now to book a seat to this private business meeting. 909-346-3725. 909-346-3725. Brought to you by YouFeelLikeCrap.com. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. .com. Time for Culture Shocks with your host, Barry Lynn. All right, and welcome to today's edition of Culture Shocks. This is Barry Lynn. Today we're chatting with the author of an absolutely hilarious book, but with a very poignant message. I mean, I hope intentionally poignant message <laughs> to boot. Yeah, see, you're laughing already, but you wrote the book. We're talking to Fred. Yeah, I guess I have to be shocking, though, culturally now. Yes, you do. You absolutely have to be shocking. But I want people to know. See, I didn't even give your name out yet. Fred Stoller. You know him as Gerard, and everybody loves Raymond. He's a guest star. This becomes very important in a second on shows like Drew Carey and Seinfeld and Friends. You possibly, if you're a movie fanatic like I am, you know he was the chemistry teacher in Joe Dirt. Wow. I saw that movie. I was by myself, by the way. <laughs> I mean, literally, there was nobody else in the theater. But And also, the man who's standing next to the telephone booth who gets punched out in Dumb and Dumber, right? All of these yes. to your yeah, credit. Yeah, <laughs> that, that one I was in. Sometimes people think they recognize me. They, th- they think I'm in the Warriors. And I go, no, I wasn't. They go, you sure? <laughs> like I would forget I was in a Walter Hill movie. But this one I'm sure I was in, Dumb yeah. and Dumber. No, you were. And you're, you're the kind of person that uh, you might not be able to pick you out of a police lineup if the follow-up question was, can you name this man? But people have seen you and they've heard you as a voiceover actor for 20 years. And they may even have seen you doing stand-up earlier in your career. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the voiceover career hasn't been 20 years, but it's a little bit of everything. Sometimes sure. I, 
I'm somewhere, and until I talked, and they go, oh, I didn't know you were someone until you talked, and they always go, could, I, could you help me? Are you someone? Like, they're very nice. Sometimes they're not so nice. They go, who are you? Who? Give me, give me, and I have to those credits. Like you said, mostly it's Raymond or Dumb yeah. and Dumber or Seinfeld. I feel like, you know, in the DVR or the remotes with the cable, yeah. when you want the information, I feel like they're pressing me, like, in my ribs. Like, who? Like, there's a thing that where the information could light up. But people are mostly very nice, and they, they just want to know where they know me from. No, exactly. I mean, one of the people that people come up and say, uh, "Don't I know you?" or "Are you on television?" Right? Those are the. Two I like when questions. they go. Excuse me, are you famous? Yeah. My answer is, well, if you have to ask, I, I guess not. <laughs> I spent one delightful day uh, a long time ago with Vincent Price, who, of course, was an identifiable sure. figure in everyone. He's a wonder, was a wonderful guy. And uh, we went to lunch, and people would come up to him, and he was very gracious. He'd hand out uh, autographs or whatever people wanted. And one, so we were walking out to the car in this little strip shopping center in the middle of central Pennsylvania, and this guy runs out of a <laughs> shoe store with a shoe box and looks at Vincent and says, Are you who I think you are? And Price looked at him and he said, no. I <laughs> mean, the joke is like, how is he supposed to know who is he thinking? Yeah, exactly. And, and it was just, an, an, unlike the other friendly people who came up to him, this guy really was uh, just being obnoxious. So, Well, now, I've got to get a couple other preliminary questions out of the way. Number sure, one, please. how many degrees from Kevin Bacon are you? Let me think. Um... You know, I did that once. Yeah. There was an online Kevin Bacon thing. Yeah. I forgot they did two. something with. I was in the movie Junior. Yeah. Someone. It's two. The answer is two. You could connect two. anyone to two or three because there's so many long cast lists. That's right. I haven't done the Kevin Bacon yeah. math. Yeah, it's two. But, um, I'm trying to. Tell, I'm trying to help you out here. It's two. The answer is two. That's oh, pretty you good. did it already. You yeah, I did. Because you have a hundred and one like internet movie database entries, and you connect everything. I'm also two away from Kevin Bacon, and I, I've, I've been in. Oh, really? Yeah. Who are you in? I mean, I'm in. Uh, I connect to him through, I think, the John Stewart show, and some documentary. I, I'm in exactly. Two two movies. I mean, I think for about one second in one, and maybe uh, the other one I haven't even seen. But it's something about British pornography. I am not making this up. Uh huh. Now, wow. Well, now, okay, have you ever? You've never even heard of me. You've never heard of this show, right? You don't no, know culture no. Is, shock. It a, is it a big show? I hope. No. Yes, it is. It's a very big show. Okay, because sometimes you know, I, I I don't say no to anyone, but I'm starting no. to because people, you know, you got you got to get publicity with podcasts. Huh. But some of them, you know, look me up on Facebook and say, "Be on my huh. podcast," but it's not really. It's just a guy with Skype who wants to talk to you in his apartment somewhere, <laughs> you know. And, that's right. No, really, or. In, you know, Denver, and I'm sure he's a nice guy, sure. and I fell for it a few times, but anyone can call anything a podcast, so no. hopefully you're not doing that. No, no you're have... doing it. This is a very pleasant conversation. Yeah, well, no, but you have, and you have to be careful. And I just thought with the name Barry Lynn, uh, I thought maybe you thought this was the Barry, the name of the chimpanzee you worked with in that one <laughs> well, episode actually, of Well, actually, as, as you, you read my book, yeah, Barry David... 
like to change names a lot. So I had the chimpanzee called Mitchell, but that yeah. wasn't good enough. No, it was Barry. They, they yeah. change it. They make it theirs. Yeah. Okay. Well, I had to, uh, due to a minor screw-up, and we're not blaming anybody, certainly not you or necessarily your publicist, but I had to read your book, which is called Maybe We'll Have You Back, The Life of a Perennial TV Guest Star. Uh, I had to read it kind of online. They had to send me a PDF of it. I only got the book uh, moments ago. But thinking about online, I, I went to Amazon yesterday, and I found this following fact. And you have to listen to these numbers. I don't know if you're good at these numbers. I go to the Kindle store. You are number 58. Don't get too excited. Not in the general sales, but in the sub, 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 the full subcategory. I'm not getting excited. I'm, no, no, no. I, I, I want you to I be excited. To not look at the Amazon numbers no. or numbers because it's well, I, I I did really well with something called um, my Seinfeld year. Yes. And that did real well. I was spoiled because it was on Amazon's yes. main page of Kindle singles that they That's really promote. Right. So, um, so then I'm going, yeah, you know, yeah, like there's a bookstore here that has my book, and I don't want to keep counting if they've sold. But no. wait. But yes, it's a sub sub. My category is number fifty-eight. Has guys named Fred who are lanky who wrote a memoir. And by the way, uh, as I said, you're fifty-eight, but number thirty-three is still your my Seinfeld year, the the ebook you did. Uh, number three, by the way, is Kylie Biscuti, uh, who turns out to be I've never heard of her, but she is a, a Victoria's Secret model. And right before you, in number fifty-seven, is Kareen Stephens, who wrote a book called. Confessions of a Video Vixen, and who has actually been on this very program. Wow, now, well, maybe I'll, I'll move up and not. Like you. Here's the philosophical question i got to ask you, Fred. Is this kind of positioning that you and I have just been talking about more or less, in an odd and metaphoric way, the story of your life? Well, the story of my life is, um, first of all, is an anecdote, as you remember, that... Um, there was an audition for a Fred Stoller type, and I didn't get it. Yes. I auditioned. Yes. But then, Tim, you think you can't top that story. My book has an audio book. I didn't get the part. Someone else read the audio of the book you read on your computer. Someone did better. No. Someone beat me out no. and read my memoirs. And I'm sort of a performer, I think. That's what the memoirs are about. Yeah, of but now course. Someone else got the gig. Yeah, and this is it. This is really the heart of the book. Here's a perennial TV guest star, a person who you see, and you go, he's funny. And a lot of people say, and I'm sure they mean it. We'll get into this in a minute. They mean it. They say, maybe we're going to have you back, or maybe we'll find a way for you to be on more Well, you episodes. want them. You, you hope want them you, you just... That's what you just. I, I say, even if it's a miserable experience, if I'm on some stupid tween yeah. show where it's broad and I'm the middle-aged yeah. guy getting kicked in the head and it's, and I hated it, you still want to hear, hey, we may have you back. Exactly. You, you know, it's just that desperation, that need. Yeah. I I I, I know that feeling, and I'll explain why in just a minute. We're talking to Fred Stoller, the author of Maybe We'll Have You Back: The Life of a Perennial TV Guest Star. You've seen him in movies. You've seen him on television shows for 20 years, uh, but he doesn't have a show called The Fred Stoller Show. Not exactly. We'll explain that in a minute right here on Culture Shocks. I'm Barry Lynn.
now back to Culture Shocks with Barry Lynn on the Genesis Communication Network. Our nation's founders believed that all Americans have the right to worship according to their own beliefs or not to worship at all. So strong was their commitment to religious freedom that they enshrined it in the first sentence of the Bill of Rights. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. We call this constitutional guarantee the first freedom. Religion is deeply personal, and Americans must be free to practice without coercion. There must be a separation of church and state. We are on the verge of losing this fundamental freedom. You may wonder, what can I do? The answer is simple. Do what our founders did. Sign your name to a very important document, the First Freedom First Petition. Go to www.firstfreedomfirst.org and sign it today. By standing together, we can send a powerful message to our elected officials. Hi, this is Gary Cooper with Midas Resources Gold and Silver. Don't be surprised when the global elite confiscates money from your bank account one day. They have already very clearly telling you that they're going to do it. With what just happened in Cyprus serving as a blueprint for future bank bailouts, if you are concerned about keeping your money, why not consider storing your wealth in gold and silver? Call me, Gary Cooper, at 1-800-686-2237, extension 130. Together we'll discuss your options of buying gold and silver. Again, the global elite have plans for your money, and it doesn't include you. So call me, Gary Cooper, at 1-800-686-2237, extension 130, and I will send you a booklet with 10 reasons why gold and silver could be right for you. Again, don't get caught with money in your account when the next bank bailout hits. Call me, Gary Cooper, at 1-800-686-2237, extension 130. American gardeners and fellow patriots, make the right choice with your money, time, and your family food supply. Choose 100% pure heirloom seeds in the Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com. Why spend more? The Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com is only $37.95 and includes 20 varieties of pure, hardy, easy-to-grow heirloom seeds. Yes, only $37.95. That's 70% less than our competitors. You could buy three Survival Seed Vaults for less than one of theirs. The Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com includes detailed planting and seed saving instructions and ships same day. Plus, all orders over $49 ship free. MyPatriotSupply.com is American owned by patriots like you, passionate about freedom and preparedness. Call now, 866-229-0927. That's 866-229-0927. Or discover more emergency preparedness items when you order at MyPatriotSupply.com. Choose the original. Choose the Survival Seed Vault at MyPatriotSupply.com. Hello? Congratulations. For what? For losing all that weight. How'd you do it so fast? ASAP. ASAP what? What's that mean? Are you ready to get as skinny as possible, as soon as possible, as simple as possible, and as sexy as possible? I'm listening. Then get with the ASAP program. It's real and it works. No smooth talk, no slick advertising, and no exaggerated claims of success. I've got to know more. Welcome to ASAP, as slim as possible. Whether you have 10, 20, or 50 pounds to lose, ASAP 
is your weight loss answer. ASAP targets the abnormal fat reserves and makes them available to be burned as fuel and contains no caffeine or hormones. Order ASAP at wholesale prices or join the team to share the business with others. Visit GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Lose weight and look great with ASAP, as slim as possible. All right, we are back, and we're talking to Fred Stoller, the author of the new book, Maybe We'll Have You Back, The Life of a Perennial TV Guest Star. So he's always a guy. He's sometimes a nerdy guy, the annoying guy, but he plays a role, but he has not yet landed a film that is just about him, although he actually made a film about himself called Fred and Vinny, and it won some uh, independent film awards, and, and you can, in fact, get it on Netflix, although somehow, uh, Fred, when Netflix suggests movies for me, they're always about zombies, and yours doesn't come up. Oh, well... Well, yeah, it's all about something called an algorithm, which somebody actually attempted to explain what that word meant to me, and I really didn't know. And now I now I do. Well, let's get back to your book. Good stories about a lot of people in the comedy world, and uh, some of whom really, I think, do want to help. They do want you to come back. They'd love to fit you in in bigger roles, or, but it just hasn't happened yet. Just about the only person who doesn't come off, at least in my reading of this book, doesn't come off very well is Kathy Griffin, of course, who became famous by My Life on the D-List that was on, uh, you know... I went after Norm MacDonald and Billy yeah. Crystal a little bit, but yeah, yeah. Kathy Griffin... Okay, so ironically, she writes as my in the show "My Life on the D List." Now, uh, what kind of list is she on? She now simulates sex with Anderson Cooper on the top of a building on New Year's Eve. What list does that put her on? Well, first of all, let me address this D List yeah. thing. Yeah, she, she she's life on the D List, but lives in a big crazy house and. I think it's, I think I'm more D. I think that's a nice D. If that's D, we'll take that. You'll take that. I always had a problem with that title. I mean, yeah, yeah. she's not uh, whoever, Nicole Kidman, no. but I um, I think maybe she slipped to uh, a C plus. She slipped to, now she's a C plus. But now she's a that's C what she's doing. Yeah, I was afraid yeah. to go after her because... Anderson Cooper's a friend, and he's got big arms. I don't know if you see. Yeah, no. I, but he could he could just throw me down and go, "Hey, dude, no. Kathy's my friend." You know, he yeah he he could do that. He could do that. Uh, you know, that goes back to this internet movie database. Like I can remember, I've been on Anderson Cooper's show twice. I think in the last two years about two kind of weird weird stories, and uh, but I don't think they're listed on my internet movie database as appearances, although they're. So maybe that whole Internet movie database thing isn't very reliable. It's not 100% reliable. It has me in a movie I was cut from. Really? And it, yeah, and it has a few things I wasn't paid for, which is a problem because women will look me up and think I'm rich and see my apartment and go, well, where's your house? Or, or they, yes. or they, yeah, again, people think you're rich. Yeah, that's like in the book, the whole, like, uh, when Matt LeBlanc, when I worked on Friends, he just shakes his head and wonders. 
Biederman, man, you've been on every show. I go, yeah, but all my shows added up don't add up to 10 minutes of your salary. So it's, it's an illusion. People, or just doing one Seinfeld, people think I've been on it a few times because right. of the magnitude of it. And like I said, they go, do you need a writer's assistant? Do you need help? Could you hire me? I go, what? I'm just trying to figure out where to eat lunch now. Jeez. And you also, you have this experience in very vivid ways on efforts to date. I should mention you did, uh, apparently did go on at least one, I think two dates with Kathy Griffin, the yes. aforementioned comedian. But now, uh, then... Uh, you told a very funny story in the book about a woman who comes, goes out with you, and, and within, I, I mean, like 40 seconds, she's asking she you. She took out notes like she was, uh, what's his name, James Lipton, yeah. and go, okay, according to your um, IBD page, you work with Fran Drescher. What are you, again, like, the, the, no, pretend, we know people Google people and do that now, but you got to kind of slip it in subtly. You can't just go, I'm only out with you because you have been with other famous people, more famous than you, and that's who I want to ask questions about. What's Jerry Seinfeld like? Right. What's Larry David like? Yeah. Man. That was one of my... And yeah. The sad thing is that wasn't even the craziest date I've had. I can't think of what that would be. No, but, but this one, I, I mean... As I recall the story, she even had a boyfriend, and she even conceded oh, that yeah. within the first four minutes. Well, there was, yeah, I'm, there, was, there was another one who went out with me and told me about her boyfriend. I go, why, why are you going out? She goes, well, I, this could be good for connections and trying to be a writer. And uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so they, they, they think you can, yeah, showbiz is... Crazy, like I don't know if there's other places in the country where a party isn't like a convention where you bring your reel, your this, yeah. ready in your pocket. I could do voices. Crazy. Yeah. Now, well, Washington is one of those places. I mean, one of the things I find so fascinating about this, we just get serious for a moment, Fred, is that there are plenty of people, and I put, frankly, I put myself in this category. Uh, you do things or you're involved in some issue or you're controversial for a week, and then people go, man, you're really good at this. But then you, they kind of – they maybe mean the best, but they just forget you. I mean, you just – because somebody else has popped up. And unless you go to the Washington Correspondence Dinner – I mean, I, I was invited to that twice, two years in a row, but now I couldn't buy my way in. I couldn't shoot my way in. Yeah, you know, I, I've had this where I'm in a, get a part in a movie or a casting director likes me. Welcome to the family. You're going to be in everything I do. Cut to them and nothing they do. No. Or, or I've learned there's no such thing as a favor unless it's someone, your real friend. And friends right. don't care about favors. Oh, I'll do this thing. I'll stay around another two hours. Sign me out. I don't care yeah. about overtime. And they don't remember it. You know what I'm no. saying? No, no, it's a, it's a poignant truth. And I think there's a lot of what you reveal in, in terms of Hollywood and the comedy business is not unlike the kind of political or advocacy business in Washington. You get, and many people have their opportunity for the big break. You had it on Letterman, but on the worst possible <laughs> day. The day the space shuttle blew up. Yeah. And actually, this... It may be an interesting point, uh, I don't know, not political, but with news, where I was wondering why did Letter Letterman did a, a show, 
goes, we don't mean to be irreverent. Today's the saddest day in American history. Let's do a show anyway. Uh, comedian Fred Stoller. And, you know, no one laughed. They're all depressed. No. But I think this was the 86 before they had the CNN where they would do oh, yeah. Nightline and every news thing over and over, over. with every aspect of, like, you know, the uh, tragedy. So that's why I'm I, – because I go, why did they even do a show? But I guess – yeah. Yeah. So that's when I did Letterman. Um, that was my break. Yeah. Saturday Night Live. You didn't. You didn't get get into that uh, system. Now here's an example of what I was just talking about. We we actually talked. I, I've known Julia Sweeney for a while. She was, of course was on Saturday Night Live. She, sure. She's a new book and all that. And Al Franken was on. And Al Franken. Uh, first time I ever met Al Franken, he was he was at some like right wing convention, and I was also I'm not a right winger. I'm a very left wing person. I was over there kind of t- taking notes and stuff. And Al is, is over there, and he, he sees me. He says, "I'm a fan of yours, Barry." I thought that was really good. But Al Franken, he didn't exactly help you out on Saturday Night Live, did he? No, no, no. He was. Um, I auditioned for him. He was. For some reason that year, the one kind of deciding things, producing yeah. it. And I did my act, and he said, stop, stop, all right, all right. Uh, how would I use you on the show? Oh, wait a minute. At that moment, stop, stop. We're going to stop just a second. We're going to pick up with Al Franken in a minute. Right here, we're talking to Fred Stoller, author of Maybe We'll Have You Back. We'll be back. Culture Shocks with Barry Lynn is heard on the Genesis Communication Network. Every month, Americans United for Separation of Church and State publishes an award-winning magazine called Church and State. It exposes efforts by the so-called religious right to eat away at the core principles of religious freedom. Should your tax dollars fund expensive private religious schools and cut back funding for your local public schools? Should government bureaucrats get back in the business of writing unity prayers for your children to recite at school? Should we teach good, solid science or replace it with religious messages? about intelligent design? Should special interest groups force your school library to take popular books from the Harry Potter series to Judy Bloom novels off the shelves? These are the issues explored every month in Church and State magazine. To learn more, go to www.au.org. Americans United fights to protect and promote the constitutional principle of church-state separation. For more information, please call us at 1-800-875-3707. Survivalists. For you, being prepared is more than just a precaution. It's a way of life. And now it's time to gear up at the Prepare to Endure Expo. Coming to the Kern County Fairgrounds in Bakersfield, California, Saturday and Sunday, June 8th and 9th. Together with the Wounded Heroes Fund and 511 Tactical, listen to nationally known speakers like Tim Ralston from Nat Geo's Doomsday Preppers and the survival mom, Lisa Bedford. Take a survival class and learn skills that can save a life and last forever. Check out the latest and greatest products at the Longevity booth and shop for deeply discounted survival gear and preparedness items from over 60 vendors. Visit preparetoendure.com. Active military and kids 16 and under are free, and your ticket is good for both days. If you and your family attend one event this year, this should be it. Survival favors the prepared, and the Prepare to Endure Expo will entertain and educate everyone in your family. Saturday and Sunday, June 8th and 9th at the Kern County Fairgrounds in Bakersfield, California. Preparetoendure.com. 
Are you still a traditional smoker? Now experience a new lifestyle and try vaping with e-cigarettes by LeSig. Imagine no ashes, stains, nasty smell, or coughing and hacking. With LeSig e-cigarettes revolutionary microelectronic technology, rechargeable battery, and unique replaceable cartridge, you'll get all the benefits and satisfaction of smoking without the hazards. Choose your taste from a wide variety of our new American-made vaporeate e-liquids at LeSig.com. And LeSig smokes the competition by serving thousands of worldwide customers with real people customer service fast free same day shipping and a 30 day warranty and satisfaction guarantee so are you ready for a new vaping lifestyle then call 870-518-4307 that's 870-518-4307 or visit lesig.com spelled l-e-c-i-g.com lesig e-cigarettes for today's modern smoker Gardeners, here comes another growing season, but don't use last year's soil. Maximize yields in your survival garden with EM1 from Terragamics. EM1 is an organic soil conditioner, fertilizer amendment, and compost accelerant that provides a broad spectrum of beneficial microorganisms, enzymes, trace minerals, vitamins, and various organic acids. EM1 helps regulate the soil's pH level and its soil microbes, improving moisture retention and drought tolerance. Remember last year's dry conditions? EM1 from Terragamics is safe, chemical-free, and certified for use on all organic farms. It improves plant quality, size, color, flavor, and gives up to 20% more nutrient value in fruits and vegetables and greatly increases shelf life. And EM1 is so simple to use, just mix with water and apply. This year, prepare your crisis garden for maximum yields with EM1 from Terraganix.com. Order now at T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Terraganix, life's getting better. in an amazing segue. We are back right here on Culture Shocks. We're talking to Fred Stoller, the author of Maybe We'll Have You Back, The Life of a Perennial TV Guest Star, and ironically, a kind of cosmic confluence. Fred was telling a story about Al Franken, and at the end of the story, right before we have to take these breaks, because uh, I don't know if you know this, Fred, but a lot of radio stations don't have people anymore. They have tones, and when the tone sounds... You go into commercials. So, I didn't know as, that. Yeah, but is he Al saying to you after you do a little bit for him on as he's kind of uh, sorting through possible as Saturday Night Live candidates? Stop, stop. What can you do? That's where we yeah. ended. And I ironically said, how, how could I, if I were you, if yeah. you were me, how would I use you in the show? Because I was a low key, subtle guy doing morbid one liners. <laughs> and I thought I had the answer. I said, uh, you know, I play like, you know, the characters, but I'm just a little bit off. I'm not like, you know, Jerry Lewis or P.B. Harmon. I'm doing my best, but I just miss. Like, I'm trying to be whatever. I like a French wine critic, but not really. And he goes, wait, let me get this straight. What are you talking And I said, you know, like, I'm not one of these guys, like, you know, with the prosthetic that could do the voice, but I try. He goes, that's the second time you tell me what you can't do. <laughs> <laughs> and I just leaked out. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like my punishing father going, you know, give me life lessons. Jeez. I've, I've had more humiliating auditions. I've had this, well, this isn't humiliating, where I audition, they go, not so pathetic when I'm just being myself. <laughs> they go, could you not be this pathetic uh, thing we're afraid of? There was one, one audition where it was like a, a gay guy for... Um, 
a feminine hairdresser for The Rock, mm-hmm. and, and I know I don't really do voices, and, uh, you know, I'm just myself, and I said, I prepared two voices, you know, one is the over-the-top, one is myself, all right, do both. So first I read it as myself, they go, okay, now do your regular voice. <laughs> so they thought me just talking yeah. about myself as the over-the-top of feminine, oh, so yeah, there's, there's so many... You know, you, you, what was liberating about the book is I'm telling my story yeah. as opposed to fitting into other people's puzzles where exactly. I came in for an audition and as a bellhop they go, can you lose your New York accent because this movie takes place in San Francisco, you know, by the way. <laughs> and I should have said, oh, they made that new law. If you move from Brooklyn to San Francisco, you can't work in a hotel. Sorry. <laughs> you know, so you're always like... You know, my best part is when they write it for me and mine, like uh, when I did Seinfeld. I was a nebbishy, annoying guy that goes on a date with Elaine, and they kind of catered it for me. Same thing when I'm Raymond's nebbishy, annoying cousin on, um, yeah, I guess when they want annoying and nebbishy. I I said only in this showbiz could be nebbishy and wimpy be profitable. I guess in Washington, yeah, yeah you can't. Oh, no, you, I'm, he's the go-to schnook. Yeah, you know? that, yeah, that's not that does, doesn't generally work here. That it just doesn't work here. But, but I did hear that that yeah. that's the closest to showbiz where the oh, allure yeah. of power and prestige and wanting huh. to be part of something, even if they don't know what it is. Yeah. Oh no! In fact, when interns come to Washington and they intern on the Hill, uh, they're here for one day and then they usually go out to the bar. Or the restaurants on the on the first night, and they're, they used to talk. About, oh yeah, I work for Senator Schumer. You know, I work for oh, Senator Boxer. So last year they started to color code the badges so that the, the oh my first, God. so that if you're an intern, you have a different color so that you can't pick up as many men or women or both. Get out of here! No, no. I was going to say do they have as much BS as they have in Hollywood. People. Or fudging things, or do they have delusional people? Everyone is so delusional, like, I got my vegan cookbook, it's going to score, I'm going to do a puppet show where my cats talk about me, I have my hope I'm going to be in a horror movie. Is every, do people have delusions there, like here? Oh, oh no, absolutely. Well, first of all, everybody who's ever been an attorney general, for example, uh, wants to be a senator, and then every senator wants to be president of the United States, and you know, occasionally we give them an opportunity to do that. And it's frequently we politics. Give them an opportunity. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of like <laughs> the, the old Peter principle. You know, you rise to the point where you're incompetent. You're competent at that level. You can't go any further. But these guys think they can, uh, and then it screws up everything. And they all have some scheme. Well, they all, some... Yeah, of course. They got and do they, in Hollywood, there's always – I wrote about my acting coach. Did, did they have people – I mean, in Washington, that prey on vulnerable, desperate people – like, oh, you, you remember that part where she convinced me I got the part because of her, and I, yeah. she was coaching me how to high five the right way. Sure, the part. sure. Oh, oh no, they I, do. They have. We have every kind of spin doctor. You have everybody who tells you how to speak in complete sentences, which is difficult here uh, for many people. And or uh, just the, you know, how are we going to place? Everybody wants to place you somewhere. They want to place you in the Huffington Post. They want to place you in the Washington Post. So there are all kinds of people, and they and they make a huge amount of money, and, and they uh, they have great 
Christmas parties uh, that they invite all of their clients to so that they can figure they got something out of it, even though they never got a shot, even on the Fox News channel. Now, you talked about people that help you. Can you be taught to be a comedian? You know, when people ask me this, I I always say, you know, if you're going to take an act, uh, an acting or a comedy class, you can't. But the best reason to do it is to be with people in your own ilk or at your standing to share information. Like, if you're starting out, hey, mm-hmm. there's a good place to do open mics, or hey, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's only good for that to learn about workshops or whatever you need to learn about. But I think people, no, there's people that imitate funny people. I have a friend that he he just decided overnight, I'm a sarcastic, droll person, and that's my hook, <laughs> and it so doesn't work. You just rolling your eyes. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think um, you can get funnier. A lot of comedians that are breaking now, Mark Marin, Louis yeah. C.K., um, Bill Burr, yeah. they've been doing comedy for 20 years yes. so more. So I think it's not like some guy who scores on American Idol. No. I think comedians have to be seasoned. They have to just, they get good by just doing it, doing it, doing it. Well, the, the, the most terrifying um, thing I've ever done, and I, I, I have uh, in my... Public kind of, speaking? Yeah, well, no, I mean, I, I've spoken literally to a million people once on the mall here in Washington, and, and it's, it, it's difficult only because you're constrained two minutes, and I had to follow Hillary Clinton, so that was... <laughs> following? Oh, yeah, wow. that was bad. Uh, it worked out all right. But, but this guy that I used to know has said, I want to do the, one of these amateur professional comedy nights at the Improv in Washington. Would you do it? And he said, don't worry, because we're going to hook you up with a, a talented, professional comedian to help you work on the material. And there'll be a lot of other people who've never done stand-up, and they'll be there with you that night. Well, a week before the event... That's a great event, show to see. Yeah, well, people, we'll, no, I'm just kidding. No, people never done stand-up. No, no, but... The week before the guy calls, he's, we don't really have the time to link you up with anybody. Can you just write your own stuff? I said, all right. Then the day of the event, he said, look, I have to tell you, Barry, every, all the other amateurs except you dropped out. So now I'm with people. Oh, no. no You're it, the only amateur. It was so scary. It was the most frightening moment. You walk up along the side of a the side of the comedy club it's painted black and then there's a black curtain it's like you see in the movies you have to walk up there after somebody who actually knows what they're doing is funny and you have to stand up there and the people aren't even drunk yet because it's early in the night it was very scary you've had those experiences oh absolutely uh, you know the, the what's it called the the, the the stage is set higher like if you're just a guy you know, being humorous, telling stories, the expectations aren't as high and they laugh yeah, more. Sure. But if it's a club where they're drunk and you're um, following guys that are dirty or just, yeah, yeah. you know, work the crowd, it's, it's harrowing. Yeah, it's, um, it's very harrow. I mean, it's it literally the most frightening thing I, I, I've ever... And I have repeated it a couple times, but purely for charitable purposes. We're going to come back and wrap up this conversation with Fred Stoller. The book's called Maybe We'll Have You Back, The Life of a Perennial TV Guest Star. The people almost... You know them. You, people come up to them and say, I know you. 
but you don't get a series out of it or even a spin-off. We'll be back in a minute right here on Culture Shocks. I'm Barry Lynn. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Our nation's founders believed that all Americans have the right to worship according to their own beliefs or not to worship at all. So strong was their commitment to religious freedom that they enshrined it in the first sentence of the Bill of Rights. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. We call this constitutional guarantee the first freedom. Religion is deeply personal, and Americans must be free to practice without coercion. There must be a separation of church and state. We are on the verge of losing this fundamental freedom. You may wonder, what can I do? The answer is simple. Do what our founders did. Sign your name to a very important document, the First Freedom First Petition. Go to www.firstfreedomfirst.org and sign it today. By standing together, we can send a powerful message to our elected officials. The 9th Annual Health Freedom Expo returns June 7th through June 9th at the Schaumburg Convention Center in Schaumburg, Illinois, featuring over 75 world-renowned doctors, activists, and experts. Meet Dr. Joel Wallach, author of Dead Doctors Don't Lie, actress and activist Daryl Hannah, famed Dr. Patch Adams, woman's health expert Dr. Joan Borisenko, GMO activist Jeffrey Smith, and renowned natural health doctor Dr. Joseph Mercola. Sample delicious healthy foods, watch award-winning documentaries, attend exciting panel discussions, Discover the latest natural health products. And be sure to check out the Expo Hall, filled with 200 exhibitors. Don't forget about the new interactive pavilions and receive free screenings. It's all here under one roof for only $20 a day or $45 for the entire three-day weekend. It costs less than a doctor's visit. But hurry, tickets are going fast. For tickets and info, visit healthfreedomexpo.com or call 888-658-3972. The Health Freedom Expo, your one source for total natural health solutions. There's been a disaster, and most of you don't even realize the terrible danger we're in. Alex Jones has warned you for years to get a good food storage. We thought the danger was drought, or food delivered to our gas tanks, or our food sold to other countries, or food so expensive that only those on food stamps and welfare could afford it. But we have just experienced the most effective way to lose your freedom, liberty, and security without even a fight. Government regulation. After a 160-year tradition of self-reliance, the do-it-yourself and charitable Mormon food storage canneries in half the country are forced to shut down due to excessive government regulations. Grow your own food, more regulations. If you've ever been warned to get food while you can, this is it. Call 800-409-5633 or on the web, efoodsdirect.com slash alex. That's 800-409-5633 or on the web, efoodsdirect.com slash alex. Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. That bears repeating. Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. And Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse is the key to digestive health. Pro-EM-1 is a powerful liquid probiotic, strong enough to cleanse, gentle enough to use every day. Pro-EM-1 is dairy, wheat, and soy-free, contains all natural and certified organic ingredients, contains no preservatives or animal products, supports a healthy digestive and immune system, supports weight loss, improves the 
absorption of food nutrients, aids in controlling yeast infections, is never freeze-dried, and uses three groups of live, viable, beneficial microbes to cleanse and remove toxins. Order Pro-EM1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse at Terraganics.com, spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com, Terraganics.com, or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Pro-EM1, the raw probiotic. We are back, and we're wrapping up today's conversation with the author of a very funny book, but with a very interesting, poignant kind of message about uh, people who are almost famous enough to be recognizable uh, on a regular basis, but they don't quite get there. It's called Maybe We'll Have You Back, The Life of a Perennial TV Guest Star, and Fred Stoller uh, is who we're talking to. You've seen him on, on uh, Roy Romano's show and, and, and Murphy Brown with Candace Bergen and plenty and plenty of other appearances. So, uh, Fred, we, uh, Ronnie Cox was in Deliverance, you know. He was one of the four sure. guys that got lost. And Ronnie's uh, mainly plays folk music now he's very good and uh he, he did a little book about deliverance and i remember the I first yeah he did it's very it's i forget what it's called but it's a funny funny little book very easy to read uh one of the things the first time i met him he he, he told me a story he said a woman came up to him and said um i think i know you and he sure and, 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 he, and then she said oh you're my gynecologist Ah, yeah, I get that. Where you get that? I think we went to school together, <laughs> or and you don't want to be obnoxious and go, no, you know me from TV. So, so, so I like play along. Go, well, where, where are you from, Cleveland? No, you know my friend Larry, or you know Mickey, or you know. So yeah, it's you know they. I've done that too. There's a few people that not big stars, and I'm convinced we met. Yeah, so it has that because the familiarity. One yeah. one thing about uh, the world you're in and the world that 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 I I'm I'm in I, I was literally at the southernmost portion of Australia with my wife on a trip uh, a couple of years ago and I we're walking up to buy I'm not making any of this up I'm we're walking to buy tickets to see a, like a pygmy dwarf penguins coming out of the water as they do every night just at sunset and this guy walking by the southernmost tip of australia said uh don't i don't i see you on fox news and i said and i said to the guy well let me ask you a question when you think you see me do you like me or do you hate me and he said i kind of hate you and i said I've yeah. had that with someone goes, I've seen you, and I go, thanks. So I go, well, I guess they haven't given me a compliment. You know, I, was it good? Yeah, I do yeah. that, too. Do, do you yeah, like scary. it? Could you put an, an adjective next to it? Or? Yeah. Yeah, you almost have to because otherwise you could be stuck like on an airplane with somebody who vaguely knows you or who remembers you, and then you could be stuck all the way coast to coast with somebody that doesn't like you but does know who you are and wants to tell you how you should have acted or what political stance you ought to take. It's very dangerous. To, that's wow. why it's better to wear a ski mask when you're flying. Oh, well, now, yeah. If you, if you say you're a comedian, oh, they want you to tell a joke oh, or yeah, they tell oh, you geez. jokes that have nothing to do no. with anything you would do in your act. No. 
How about when you wo- work uh, on the, as a guest star on some of these plays, like Candace Bergen, um, Murphy Brown? I mean, are, some of the people you talk about are very nice, very nice, warm people. Uh, you're willing, and they are, are willing to have you hang with them. Uh, Treat Williams, who you know was in a, a great. Everybody thought he was going to be the next big thing in Hollywood. Right. Made, made a movie about the New York Police Department and kind of dropped out. But he say he's a very nice guy. He's most, very humbled. It's interesting. Yeah. When someone like him thought he was going to be a big movie star, then he was just glad to have a partner show you never heard of, and he, you know, he was just great and hanging out with me and just answering all these questions. Some of them, it's not that they're not nice. You're invisible. It's like war. Like don't be too close. Don't get too close. He's going to get picked off. You know. You know. They, they know you'll be gone at the end of the week. You know what I mean? Or or that they eat real nice food and you're not allowed to eat the food they eat. Mm-hmm. And you know. Or yeah, they they just you're in and out all the time. And uh, so I talk about that in the book, but it's like, oh, you're walking on eggshells. You can't flub lines and crack up like in those gag reels you see. You know, (laughs) hey, I messed up. Let's laugh. Who's this idiot? You know, you know, Uh, yeah, so they sense a little desperation when you're there. Yeah. Uh, You talk in the book not only about uh, these experiences that we've just been chatting about, but also about your parents and your reaction to them. Both both of my parents are dead, but it was a big deal when I could call up uh, them up and say something like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be on O'Reilly tonight or I'm going to be on Chris Matthews, because you want your parents to watch. And you have a a story about being on Suddenly Susan in, in a guest starring role and what your parents thought about who you really were. It's such a strange well, time. I, I, I actually, I was ahead of my time before all these gays were on TV with uh, Will and Grace, and on every show, I was an unlikely gay guy, and my mother was stunned. She goes, Are you, Freddie, you were a, a gay. Hmm. And, and, and I just wrote how... I think if I was gay, they'd be more accepting of me because it has a title, a label. Okay. Yeah. Like, why is Freddie always alone when I got a cat? She goes, why'd you get a cat and not a girlfriend? What's wrong with Freddie? <laughs> you know, like I have a choice, cat or girlfriend at the pet store. So I, I think uh, they didn't quite understand and they felt funny about it. And Joan Rivers was doing a guest spot, and she was so nice. She goes, give me your mother's number. I'm going to talk to her, tell her to be proud of you. <laughs> Uh, but she, you did give her the phone. Well, you didn't have a phone, No, no, this right? was before yeah, iPhones and cell phones where uh, I didn't have her number memorized, sadly, because it wasn't one of my – I didn't call her a lot. No. Florida, she just moved there. <laughs> so it would have been good if Joe Rivers called my mother and go, you should be proud of your son. And she's proud now because people tell her to, but she gets confused. <laughs> she uh, – the, the nanny I was on, that's big in Florida sure. with seniors. Sure, and. But she didn't, you know, you talk about you being on O'Reilly or something. I learned, I would tell, I, first time I was on Raymond, I got cut. The uh, shows always go long, and the guest yep. is always the one that gets snipped. Yep. So oh, I learned, yeah. don't tell my mother I'm on a, sh- on a show until I've seen it and know I'm on it. So she goes, why were you cut? What did you do wrong? Did you annoy people? Were you being a hypochondriac? You know. <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's kind of like if you're sitting in the green room and it's two minutes before the hour and you're not on the show yet, uh, you ain't gonna be on the show. So you 
know not to tell people to let no, you did it. No, exactly. I mean, it's a, it's very very difficult to because you want people. You know, you want the people who give money to your charity or the people who, whatever they do, you want them to see it. But on the other hand, you can't be 100% sure. Now, one of the strangest single tales that made me laugh the most in its own sad way, the guy who recognizes you in an unemployment line and asks the question, what did you think was your big break? When did you know you You had arrived? Yeah, it's one of those. Well, I'm here on unemployment with you, so I don't know. What, uh, yeah, exactly. The the dichotomy, the the confu- like, like I said, the confusion of being big enough or known enough that there's a Fred Stoller type they use in prototypes for auditions, Jeez. but having to audition for them. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you're unique, but wait at the end of the line with everyone else, you jerk. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a confusing Kids. thing. So I learned just to laugh about these crazy things. and Well, yeah. well you've, got, you've got a couple of things I want to urge people to, to do. You go, go to Google or your favorite other place to search for things and and, and look at the Gate Show and Fred Stoller because oh, those are no, they're very very funny. The one with Sarah Silverman is absolutely hilarious, and uh, she's a good egg too. And, she's uh, great. Oh yeah. And then you got now, according to something uh, that I, I saw, you you got at least one other project right that's kind of in the works right now. Is that right? Or am I well, making I this up? Fred and Vinny, you mean the. Uh... Uh, well, Fred and Vinny, you can see. We've already pumped that up on Netflix. We're oh, you mean on IMBD? Yeah. Well, any, any, any projects other than the book or the possibility that this book will be turned into a film, oh, but you I won't play that. it. You know, for the, for the moment, what I'm doing, I'd like, I don't just stand up, but I want yeah. to go to places and um, as an author and, yeah. and just tell stories from the book sure. and... And um, great channels. They're like great. You say, not at a comedy club. No. So I'm trying to get that going. Yeah. No. Well, those are uh, they're they're wonderful experiences, and and you're obviously terrific at doing. It. I think what I was trying to think of was Paranormal Movie, which is a kind of a parody of all those paranormal, where you allegedly play Father Berkowitz. Right. Yeah. But that's all we're going to say about it, probably, because I think we're out of time. Listen, Fred, I really appreciate uh, you joining my listeners around the country and chatting about your book, and uh, maybe we'll have you back. That's not a statement about me having you back. That's the name of the book in case you tuned in really, really late to this hour's broadcast. The Life of a Perennial TV Guest Star, Fred Stoller, very funny fellow, and a very funny book that makes a point about fame and how fleeting and sometimes unattainable its heights really are. We'll be back tomorrow for more of Culture Shocks on Barry Lynn. This edition of Culture Shocks has been produced by Diane Robinson, engineered by Dwayne Davis, and the Genesis Communication Network technical staff. Visit us online at cultureshocks.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner, and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. Hi, this 
this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. What's safer and cheaper than prescription drugs? Glad you asked. The answer is Renovation Teas. Herbal remedies are much safer and much cheaper than prescription drugs. Taste great, and most importantly, herbal teas are effective and non-addictive. Renovation Tea is especially unique, and here's why. We spent years researching herbs and their beneficial properties. Renovation Teas uses only 100% organic, fair trade herbs. Our teas are blended towards specific ailments and health conditions, such as diabetes, blood pressure, anxiety, libido, detox, and much more. All renovation teas are formulated and hand-filled in Arkansas. Take care of yourself naturally, the way Mother Nature intended. Order renovation teas at renovationtea.com or call 870-784-3121. That's 870-784-3121. Renovation teas. Renovate your health one bag at a time. Stock market soars, exalted a typical headline in early May when the Dow Jones average topped 15,000. But this index of Wall Street wealth gives a false picture of our nation's true economic health. Yes, the privileged few are doing extremely well, but the workaday many are struggling and falling further and further behind as the jobs market sinks steadily from mere recession down into depression. The monthly unemployment reports don't tell the depths of misery out here in the real world beyond the view of Wall Street and Washington elites. For example, President Obama hailed the news that unemployment dipped to 7.5% in April. Unstated, though, was the stark reality that this good news dip was not due to a jump in job offerings, but to a bad news labor market so weak and discouraging that Americans are dropping out of it or never entering it. More than a third of our working-age population is no longer even in the job market, and only 58.6% of us are employed. Put the opposite way, 41% of the potential workforce is not working, about 102 million people. One more statistic, and it's a chiller. More than 80 million American families, one out of five, report that last year not a single family member had a job. Our people are trapped in a jobs crisis that's sucking the economic vitality out of our nation, but our leaders even refuse to acknowledge it. In fact, corporate chieftains deliberately exacerbate the crisis by hoarding trillions of dollars that ought to be rushed into job-creating expansions. And politicians add to the casualties by gleefully firing hundreds of thousands of teachers, firefighters, and other valuable public employees. This is Jim Hightower saying, America's middle class is burning to the ground, while Washington fiddles with nonsense and Wall Street feathers its own nest. It's disgraceful. In recent years, more Americans are becoming uncertain about the future, especially since the idea of global warming has evolved from a political debate to a general acceptance that climate change is real. It's resulting in more violent weather and violent extremes in temperature. It serves no purpose here to speak of fear or to live in fear, but there are common sense signs that suggest that our food security is being impacted. 
The USDA makes annual forecasts of our nation's corn crop each year. It's instructive to review recent corn yields simply to look at how they are faring with regard to projections. You know, a majority of our diet has corn in it. Did you know that corn production in America has fallen below normal for the past several years? The 2012 crop averaged only 123 bushels to the acre, which is almost one-fourth below USDA projections. This year, the USDA is projecting another record crop, while one-half of the country remains in severe drought. At the same time, we're eating our way through our cattle herds. Ranchers are cutting back herd size because of drought. This year's calf crop will be the lowest since 1949, and the annual calf crop has been declining since 1995. None of this is very good news for our food supply. Recently, I discovered a service called GoFoods. The company packages and sells dehydrated, non-GMO, ready-to-eat meals with a long shelf life. After investigating the company, I bought a URL, and it's called www.kcaafoods.com. Now, this website forwards to the Go Foods product site. Again, Go Foods packages, prepares, and delivers monthly supplies of ready-to-eat, dehydrated, non-GMO meals right to your residence. You simply order it online, and you get a month's supply by mail. My Go Food service costs a little over $100 a month, and in a few months, I'll have a good stockpile of non-GMO meals in my pantry. Some meals have a shelf life of over a decade, so my wife just stores them in ice chests, and then they can be accessed later if we need them. Also, some people buy Go Foods and add them to their regular menu. Either way, it's a good deal. Obviously, committing $100 a month to stored foods is a cheap insurance policy, so to subscribe to this food service, just like I have, go to the following website, www.kcaafoods.com, or call toll-free 855-909-1050. My name is Fred Lundgren. I'm the founder and CEO of KCAA Radio, and I agree with this message. Welcome to the You Feel Like Crap Health Minute, brought to you by YouFeelLikeCrap.com. The Moringa Tree. Now, most of you probably never heard about this superfood or what others call nature's miracle tree. Well, let me share with you some of the wonders. The Moringa Tree is becoming not only very popular, but the ideal superfood. There are few natural plants in this world that can be legitimately called a superfood. One of the most powerful superfoods has finally found its way into the Western world. And some medical professionals are going so far as to call Moringa the miracle tree. It is fairly new to the Western world. Not many people know about this amazing plant. So why are medical professionals calling it the miracle tree? It's packed with over 90 verifiable cell-ready vitamins, minerals, vital proteins, antioxidants, omega oils, and other benefits. Learn more. Visit YouFeelLikeCrap.com. Brought to you by YouFeelLikeCrap.com. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. Life is like a battlefield. 
There's a battle for the soul of America. We can't let him tear the kingdom down. This is no game. This is war. Flesh and blood. It's between the bad and good. We can't stop until the trumpet sound. This is war. Not a game we're playing. This is war. The only question is, which side will you be on? It's time now for a call to decision with Pastor Butch Paul. Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Butch Paul, the 23rd day of May 2013. Welcome to the broadcast where you are tonight, and I do mean that. I want to thank you for the phone calls today. We had some quiet time today. Crystal worked real hard trying to get orders out. She's still not finished. We'll be back tomorrow. But we had some quiet time on the phone. But the phone calls we had were really, really special. I want to thank you for taking time to call us. And thank you for letting us know that we're making a difference in your lives, folks. That's what this is all about. And I do appreciate that. I promised last night I'll give you a report on finances. I'm going to do that in a few minutes. I promise. I will do that. I'm not going to forget about that. I will do that. Because I want so much to... Uh, 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 let you understand where we are. That's important. Before I do that, I want to ask Greg in California, he knows who I'm talking to, to call us and give us your right address, Greg. You've asked for some news magazine. We send them to you twice and then come back to us twice. We need your right address. You call us and leave your right address, please, at, at 800. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.